This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. For the word to go forth with power, might, dominion, and victory. Do what only you could do. Flood the eyes of our understanding with light. That we'll know the hope of our calling in you. And we'll not miss it to the right or left, but always follow your perfect will. Father God, cause the word to be anointed and fall on good ground and produce a harvest after its kind. We believe it, we receive it, we declare it, and we decree it. And it is so in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Yes. Ready, go. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Again, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. One more time. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. When is faith? Faith is always now. Faith is always in the present tense. If it is not now, then it's not faith. Would you shout hallelujah? And you can have your seats. Also, I want to remind you about Faith Bible Institute. We saw the beautiful graduation. If I had time, I would take a couple of testimonials, but we'll do that another time. Make sure that you pick up a brochure today to sign up. Classes begin in the fall, and early registration has already begun. We're going to dive right into the Word of Faith. We've been in a series entitled Shatter the Pattern. Shatter the Pattern. Today, I'm going to speak concerning order from chaos. Order from chaos. I only have about four scriptures that I'm going to be able to read today, and I'm so excited about reading them. The first one I'll read is uh, 2 Timothy chapter one. Have you guys been getting anything out of this series, Shatter the Pattern? Amen, amen, and amen. Second Timothy chapter one and verse seven in the complete Jewish Bible reads this way. For God gave us a spirit who produces not timidity, but power, love, and self-discipline. Still talking about shatter the pattern precisely or specifically this evening, I'm just going to lay down some groundwork on order from chaos. Psalm number 107, stanzas 13 and 14, read this way. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke their chains in pieces. It's getting gooder and gooder. Let me read that that same scripture from the message translation. It says, heart so heavy and not a soul in sight to help. Then you called out to God in your desperate condition. He got you out in the nick of time. He led you out of your dark, dark cell. He broke open the, chain, the jail and led you out. So thank God for his marvelous love, for his miracle mercy to the children he loves. Listen to this part. He shattered the heavy jailhouse doors and he snapped the prison bars like matchsticks. Good God Almighty. Let me read one more translation. One more. 
This is in the complete Jewish Bible. Same trans, same uh, scripture, Psalm number 107, stanzas 13 and 14. It says, in their trouble, they cried to Adonai, which means my Lord, my master, my owner, my father and Lord of lords. I cried out and he rescued them from their distress. He led them from darkness, from death, dark gloom, shattering their chains. I'm still talking about shatter the pattern. We need a revelation that there are patterns that are within us that are robbing from us, patterns that are holding us hostage, patterns that are like shackles on our hands and feet and even shackles around our necks. We need a revelation of how serious, how serious shattering patterns really is. Whatever is inside of you that is robbing you cannot be passively dealt with. It cannot be passively dealt with. Those bad patterns in our lives cannot be passively dealt with. You must attack them. You've got to attack back. Not only do we shatter patterns, but we have to be consistent in building new patterns. We have to put repetition in place to build new patterns. We start with just having simple victories like making up our bed every day. Every day, as soon as you roll out, pull the cover up. It doesn't have to be perfectly made up, but the principle is make it up and then get to perfecting it and make sure that there are no lumps and bumps. Come on. We've got to add repetition to it. The things that we do over and over, the things that we repetitiously do build patterns in our lives. Am I making faith to anybody? It takes consistency to build new patterns. Now, we all know that we all have patterns that are in us that are robbing from us, and there's a saying that says something like this, uh, bad habits are hard to break or something like that, or hard, hard, um, die hard, bad patterns die hard, or what, well, they got to die whether they die hard or die soft, they have to die, because I'm going to put some consistency and some repetition to it, to kill those and shatter the bad patterns, but I got to build, I have to erect new patterns. If I have patterns that are in me that are robbing from me, I need to establish patterns that give to me, that benefit me, that aid me, that assist me. Am I making faith to anybody? Let me get my notes back up here. Okay, let me go to my next point. When we don't shatter patterns and we deal with them passively, bad patterns become like a roach. One roach invites all of his cousins and his nieces and nephews and all his relatives and his friends, and before you know it, you have an infestation. We don't want an infestation of patterns that are within us that are robbing from us. Therefore, we have to attack and we have to destroy those patterns. This is when you have to be honest with yourself and honest with God. Am I making faith to anybody? I'm still talking about shattering patterns and bringing order from chaos. Let's walk through this a little bit. Remember that it's easier 
to keep a squatter out of your house than it is to put a squatter out once he gets there. So it's easier to stop bad patterns before they latch on and have a stronghold onto us. It's easier to shatter them than to keep trying to break the habits. Am I making faith to anybody? I want us to get a revelation that character is the inner shape. Have you ever seen like this glass, the water in this glass takes the shape of the glass. So whatever shape that I put the water in is the water takes its shape. So we got to understand that the inward character that's on the inside of me develops a shape or a pattern of how my life will unfold. Does that make faith to anybody? So the inward pattern that I have or the inward shape becomes how I walk things out. The, the inward character frames my life, frames my behavior, frames my actions. Gabby, can you put this on so it doesn't keep dying, dying down on me in Jesus' name? So we have to... We have to understand that when we break these, when we shatter these patterns, I ha- it's, it's, it's more than just a surface covering up of something. Here's a revelation. It's one thing for people to look at you and admire you and to think that you have everything going on. You've got all of it going on because you're, you're, you're living a facade. That's one thing. And a lot of people live their lives living a facade. And they get gratification that people think this about them, even though the frame on the inside of them is a completely different frame. Are you listening to me? So it's greater, it's better, it's more advantageous for me to deal with what's going on on the inside of me so that what people see is the truth. Because not only do we lead people into a lie, sometimes we deceive ourselves. Does that make faith to anybody? So what is going on on the inside will showcase itself on the outside unless I'm play acting, putting on a show, and that is where we get the word hypocrite. I become a hypocrite when the face that I'm showing you is not really who I am because what's going on, the framework on the inside of me is completely different. So character building is extremely important in this process of shattering patterns and establishing new patterns. Character building will help to bring order from chaos. How chaotic of a life is of the, uh, that you have to live a facade. You live your life fooling somebody else. You live your life fooling yourself. That is chaos. Complete and total chaos. I'm not making faith to anybody. It's not just good enough for people to think that I'm this or that or the other. I need to live it. Does that make faith to you. Let's dig down into this word a little bit. I'm going to go over to Genesis because I need to remind you of some things that are happening when you're shattering patterns and you're establishing new patterns. When you're establishing new patterns, your old patterns will challenge you. 
Your old patterns will contest its right to be there because it's been there all along. It doesn't just want to go away. It will contest its right to be there, and it will challenge you because it wants to have a strong hold on you. So what that, what that is really is, is an outward display of fear. Fear will lead, because oftentimes we think fear is just being afraid. I'm, I'm terrified of a snake. Fear is believing that I can't break out of this. Fear is believing that this thing is too strong. I've tried before and I'm too weak. This is just who I am. When you say that's just who I am, that's just how I am, I can't do any better, that is a spirit of fear that is intimidating you and bullying you into succumbing to its deceit. Am I making faith? So let's read the Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. It says, but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. The fearful, the ones that will not stand up against the intimidating patterns that the devil was parading in your face, making you think that's who you are. The fearful, the ones that are full of fear, the unbelieving, believing that you're less than who God created you to be, the unbelieving, the ones that don't believe that God is stronger than whatever pattern that you're trying to break, the abominable, murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars. Oftentimes, we tell lies, but many of those times, we're living lies. It says, they shall have their part in the lake with bur- which burneth with fire and brimstone. Let me pause right here for a station break. I need you to really get a revelation that we really are living in the last of the last days. This is not a hellfire and brimstone message, but you better take it for what it's worth. We really are living in the last of the last days. And don't you want to shatter patterns and live the best life? Have your better, your greater before Jesus come back? Don't you want to experience in this earthly realm everything that Jesus promised, everything that he laid his life down? We are really truly living in the last of the last days, so we can't play with this any longer. You can't play with it. You can't pacify it. You can't use patterns to get attention. Sometimes people use these poor patterns to get attention or to get sympathy or for the shock factor and things of that nature. You can't use these things. You've got to destroy them. You've got to dismantle them. You've got to shatter the pattern brick by brick. I'm going someplace. Give me just a moment to build my case. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 in the NIV, the New International Version says, above all else, guard your heart. Who's supposed to guard it? You guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So when I'm guarding my heart, if these things are flowing out of my heart, I've got to shatter some things. Listen to me. Things that I'm ashamed of. 
things that I don't want anybody to know, I can't just keep covering them up and hiding them. I've got to shatter the pattern. Am I making faith to anybody? You've got to guard the garden of your heart, and you've got to put up a sign, no trespassing allowed which means when the enemy brings all of these pictures, all of these suggestions, all of these allegations back to you, you slam the door, no trespassing. You've got to mind your mind. You've got to manage your mind. And don't just pass wayward thoughts or fearful thoughts off to a later date. Often we just pass wayward thoughts off. Oftentimes we laugh them off, hee hee ha ha. When I tell you we're living in the last of the last days and we got to take this stuff seriously. Are you listening to me? The devil is alive and the devil wants to pacify you and lull you to sleep and laugh it off and play it off and put it off to another day. But don't you understand that faith is now. If it is not now, then it is not faith. God has given us the word of God and everything in the word of God and the empowerment to overcome anything. There is nothing, there is no pattern that you can't shatter. Now, I didn't say every pattern was going to be easy to shatter, but you've got to show up with your consistency. You've got to show up with your faithfulness. You've got to show up with the resolve to do better. If you really say this time is going to be different, you've got to show up with the different. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. What you always do is what you always do until you do something different. Here's a revelation. Have you ever been to a place of business and maybe you didn't like the customer service or you didn't like the quality of the product or or whatever the case may be? You don't want to just talk to the person right there who's in charge. You got to go, let me go to the top person. Let me talk to the person that is in charge. Let me go to the supervisor, the manager, the boss, the owner. Let me go to the top person because when I go to the top person, that's how I get results. Oftentimes, we're going to people that are having the same struggles and the same patterns that we have, and we're wondering why we're not getting any results. i got to speak to who's in charge. Don't forget to pray. You've got to pray and ask God to help you. You've got to ask God to lead and to guide you and to direct you in the way that he would have you to go. Don't ever take prayer lightly. Prayer changes any and everything. Don't forget to have a regular everyday conversation with God. You don't have to have a long drawn out prayer. Sometimes the prayer is simply, Lord, help me when the heat is on, when the pressure is on, when fear is trying to intimidate you, when patterns are trying to grab hold of you. Lord, help me. Said that he would shatter those chains like match sticks. I need you to get a revelation in here today. Now I'm going to take you to Genesis, which is where I want to go, and I'm going to end up here today. Just to remind you, I'm not telling you things that I've not already taught you, but just because I've taught you before doesn't mean that I don't need to remind you again. We stir up the stuff that we stir up the active ingredient of our faith because repetition is good for learning. The more that you hear it and you receive it and believe it, the more it is manifested in your life. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1 says, In the beginning, God created 
the heavens and the earth. We know that any and everything that God creates is good and it is perfect, which leads me to believe that something crazy jumped off in verse 2. It says the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God was moving or hovering over the face of the water. This word earth comes from the word, the Hebrew word, Adama, which is the same word we get the name Adam, the same thing that happens in mankind. God created us. Then the next part is, it says the earth was without form and void. In other words, something happened to where now the earth was out of order. Out of order means it is not working in proper order. It is not functioning orderly. The steps of a good man are ordered or ordained by God, right? Something happened to where the earth or mankind, let's take it that far, is not operating in order. It says, and darkness was on the face of the deep. Darkness has reference to shoshek, which means obscurity, opaque. I can't really, I can't discern it. I can't differentiate. Darkness has reference to error, rebellion, disobedience, evilness. Listen, dishonor. There is something in the earth that is robbing the earth from how God created to operate. When a manufacturer creates a product, in the mind of the manufacturer, he knows how that product is supposed to function. If the product is functioning outside of the mind of the creator, it is malfunctioning. Or we would say it in today's term, dysfunctioning. It is not functioning properly. So God demonstrates right here in the second verse of the first book of the whole Bible, God begins to demonstrate how to bring order from chaos. It says the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, but the Spirit of God was moving. The Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water, and then God demonstrates what do we do when things are out of order. When the patterns that are in me have taken me off the proper path to get me where I want to go. When things are malfunctioning, when things are not functioning the way that they're supposed to function, what am I supposed to do? Now, here it is. Because man is a sophisticated being, because we're created in God's image and in God's likeness, oftentimes we'll think up a way to keep operating, even though we're not functioning properly. In my old zip code, we call that bootlegging ghetto rigged. We know how to ghetto rig something. We know good and well that's not how it was designed to operate. That's not how it was designed to function because I'm sophisticated enough in my mind I can rig it so where I can keep going with it even though that's not the way it's supposed to operate. 
Come on, come on, come on. How many of y'all have to raise your hand? How many of y'all have know how to do some stuff? What is that gray-looking tape called? That duct tape. How many of y'all know how to work a miracle with some duct tape? You work a miracle with some bobby pins and safety pins. You work a miracle with a coat hanger. And have the thing looking like it's in order, but it's completely functioning out of the original designer's way of functioning. It's malfunctioning. Are you listening to me? When we're not operating the way that God designed us to operate, we begin malfunctioning. We begin to use other things to cope. Instead of having a conversation with God, instead of yielding everything over to God as a burnt offering, asking God for divine help, we'll have mimosa on Sunday morning as an excuse. We'll drink a six-pack on Friday night. As an excuse to cope. Child of God, don't you understand? You're malfunctioning. You're dysfunctioning. God demonstrates in the first, second, the first verse, first and second verse of the first chapter of the whole Bible. He demonstrates how we bring order out of chaos. The first thing is, you got to look at it and understand, this is out of order. See, the Spirit of God was moving and hovering. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, period. But God never creates anything that's out of order. Something happened. Then we go into trying to maneuver and finagle things on our own. Am I making faith to anybody? And I'm telling you, you do not want the results of your finaglement. You don't want the results of things that you piecemeal together. You don't want the results of things that you duct taped together and hair pinned and bobby pinned and, and hardwired together. You want the results of what God initially planned for you. Let's read what it says in chapter 2. Y'all don't understand nothing today. It says, then God said, let there be light. Light has reference to the eyes of your understanding flooded with understanding. Let there be light. You understand, this is not how God created it. If that's how God created it, he would have left it that way. But he brought light to a dark situation. Come on. Oftentimes, we want to bring our own prescription and our own methods to dark situations. Instead of remedying the situation or getting rid of the situation or shattering the pattern, we put a Band-Aid on it. We duct tape it together. We use a, 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 a clothes hanger. You ever seen somebody's muffler held up by a clothes hanger? That is not the way God designed your vehicle to operate. And over time, you will begin to hear it. You'll begin to see it. You're going to hear that noise. Blah, 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 blah. Then you're going to see that dark smoke because the, even though the car is running, the car is malfunctioning. I think it's 10 times in the same passage of Scripture, God said, God said, God said, God said. 
When you're shattering patterns, not only do you need to get a confession, confession brings possession. The words of your mouth are very, very powerful. You have what you say. You got to put some confessions in place and begin to rehearse those things over and over out of your mouth and include it in your own confession. You better have the word of God in there. Because when you speak the word of God, it's just as if God is speaking his word over a malfunctioning situation. In the same passage of scripture, it says in verse 26, then God said, let us make man in our image and our image. That means the mirror image. God created you to look like him, to walk like him, to talk like him, to act like him. He created you like him. He created you in a whole higher kingdom than any other kingdom that there is, higher than the animal kingdom and the bug kingdom and all. You're created high. You're created in the same category that God is. Listen to me. So when the devil tells you that you're not nothing and that's just how you are and you can't break free and you're just nasty and you just low down and you're just this and you're just fast and you're just fast and you're just mannish and you're just all of these different things, you better open up your mouth and talk back to the lie of the devil. I'm created in God's image and in God's likeness, and I refuse to live a bootleg, ghetto rig life. I will shatter patterns. I will establish new patterns, and I will bring order to my life out of chaos. Come on and get a revelation. He says that we were created in his image and his likeness to have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So man, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them. That word blessed means he empowered you to prosper. God empowered, when he created you, he put an empowerment in you to prosper. And prosperity does not just have reference to money. It means to flourish in every area of your life. And money is the lowest level of prosperity, even though I will take that low level prosperity too. But I want the empowerment to take me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Get a revelation. Let me read the last part of it. I'm going to have to lay this down on Sunday. He blessed them. He empowered them to prosper. And he said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Replenish, which meant it had to be plenished before. Replenish it. Renew it. Reset it. Recover it. Hit the reset button. If you had to do that in Genesis chapter 28, don't you understand in 2022 you got to do the same thing? We've got to recover. We've got to reset. We've got to renew. We've got to re- revise our lives. <coughs> Bring an order out of chaos because that's how God created us to operate. Listen to me. God created you in his image. Ain't nothing the devil could do about it. The only tool that he has is to deceive you out of believing who you are. 
which we saw in Genesis chapter 3. Remember, he told Eve, he said, God just knows that if you eat of the fruit, you'll be like him. Ding, 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 ding. She was already like God. It says beguile. Beguile means deceived her with trickery and with flattery to deceive you. He was doing so much talking that she began to believe the lie of the devil. Are you listening to me? Let me read three and one and I'm going to let you go. It says, now the serpent was more cunning or more subtle, more tricky, more sly than any beast of the field. Where was Adam and Eve's habitation? The garden. So this beast that was in the field had no business in the garden from the get-go. So stop and analyze who or what are you allowing to come in and out of your garden? Remember, guard the garden of your heart. You guard your heart. You guard your mind. You got to do it. You're created in God's image and his likeness. He's giving you authority. He's giving you dominion. So you have the wherewithal to do it. It's hard for me to believe that the serpent just showed up that one day and tricked her like that. I believe he had been coming in and out with slick talk and flattery and manipulations and insidious mind games to the degree that she began to believe a lie about herself. They were created in in God's image and in God's likeness. Remember, male and female, God created them. Isn't that what the book said? Why is it two chapters later she forgot that quick? She began to malfunction. She was no longer operating the way the manufacturer designed her to operate. Listen to me. If you're going to bring order out of chaos, child of God, you've got to remember who you are. I know we've been through some stuff. I know we've done some stuff. I know we got stuff going on. That's just a a side effect. But the reality is you still who God created you to be. You still have the power. You still have the dominion. You still have the authority to overcome any pattern that is robbing from your life. Come on. You stop. You analyze who or what is going in and out and in and out of your garden, deceiving you, intimidating you. Breaking you down into believing, I can't do better. This is just who I am. It's too hard of a fight. You know why it's a hard fight? Because you're trying to do it in your own willpower. Your own willpower can last for a season. But transformation power will change you into who God has created you to be. And you can't change back. Come on, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove, you the proof, you the evidence of God's good and perfect and acceptable will. Can I get you to understand that today? That 
You don't have to. I'm telling you, we're in the last of the last days. So let's finish strong. Let's go out of here in a blaze of glory. Not go out of here defeated, in, in the wrong image, malfunctioning and dysfunctioning. I've told you today, I, well, I laid down the foundation today of how to bring order from chaos. The first thing is believe who God created you to be. And the second thing, begin to begin to create some confessions and put the word of God in those confessions. I was looking on my computer um, just the other day and um, Essence stood and testified how, you know, in her early pregnancy, some things were going on and, and things of that nature. And I remember sending a confession over to her in Vance. So me, Essence, and Vance, we all had the same confession. And out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word is established. That's the first thing. And then I said, I feel led I'm going to sow such and such amount of seed. They said, we, we're matching the seed. So we were giving and we were confessing. And we set our faith in our faces like flint. I'm not going to believe the report of the enemy, but I will believe the report of the Lord. Whose report will you believe? We will believe the report of the Lord. Let's walk in bringing order from chaos. Every head bowed, every eye closed in prayer. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.